0: Welcome back. We are talking about the new real estate market, the new rules, and how to not just survive but thrive because of this market. We've been drilling down with you guys for the last, now going on, three years uh, because we started seeing a you know a market adjustment happening about three and a half years ago in a meaningful way. And it's essentially continuing. And just before you freak out, make sure you understand that this is not 2007 and this is not 2008. This is not... You know the last uh, generation's real estate crash or real estate correction even, this is something completely different that none of us have experienced before. So if you're wondering what to do next, if you're you know going to all your normal sources of information, all your supposed gurus and know-it-all types and they don't know what the hell to do, well, it's not necessarily their fault because we're experiencing a combination of things that really not happened in any of our lifetimes. And you'd have to go clear back to 1967 to see anything like this um, and even then, frankly, what's, what's happening now is far more financially adverse than what was happening back then. So last time we are going through a big inflationary bout, <laughs> you know, call it what you'd like. If you don't like the word bout, call it, give it a more dramatic name. But it lasted from 1967 all the way to 1982. And what, what stopped it in 1982? The Fed chairman, Mr. Paul Volcker, raised the interest rates to 20%. Now, will the rates go that high now? Most likely. But like I said, nobody really knows what's going to happen next because we're in completely uncharted waters. But what we do know and what all of you should be incredibly confident um, when you internalize this yourselves is you are in the right place at the right time. You are selling something that everybody needs. And I realize transactional volume will probably decrease. There won't be as many deals happening. There's no doubt that's true. But the reality of it is, is the average sale price is going to increase. So you won't necessarily have to work as hard and you'll make more money per sale. Hopefully that's okay with all of you. And as we discussed on uh, the podcast, I think it was yesterday and the day before, Mm -hmm. or maybe the day before. I don't know. We do this every day. (laughs) It's all the reasons and all the things that are good that are happening because of this market shift and all the, and one of them being, frankly, the commissions are increasing fairly dramatically. Your sale price is increasing fairly dramatically. So you just got to remove yourself from the drama Uh, And all the people that are hoping and praying that everything goes back to the way it was, it won't. It never will. That was a a once-in-a-lifetime market. Now, we're in this new market. And because this new market requires new skills, if you're first to market with the skills needed, you will have an unfair advantage, not just for six months or 12 months, for maybe 10 years. So keep all these things in mind. And unfortunately, what will happen is a lot of people won't get this message. A lot of agents won't know what's actually happening or how to actually react. They'll go to their supposed gurus who won't really have any previous experience or perspective to help them. And as a result of that, they'll suffer needlessly. Don't be one of those people. Please take action on these points that we're going to share with you guys today. And remember, yes, you can join Premier Coaching. And yes, Premier Coaching is free. And yes, you can join Premier Coaching and attend the daily semi-private coaching call for free. (laughs) Some of you are like, What are you talking about? It's a free coaching program, and I get daily free coaching. Correct. All you have to do is text the word PREMIER to 47372. Text the word PREMIER to 47372. You will not believe the other information that's sitting there waiting for you. 12-monthly generation plan, your 90-day survival plan, your real estate treasure map, scripts, objection handlers, all kinds of things are waiting there for you to download. So just simply text the word PREMIER. To four seven three seven two, or if you would prefer to go to the website directly, you may members dot dot com. If you're texting outside the continental United States, you probably do have to go to the website directly members dot dot com. Or if inside the continental United States. Just text PREMIER, the word PREMIER, P-R-E-M-I-E-R, to 47372. All right, Julie Harris, this is a great topic. Let's jump right in.
1: Yes, 14 rules for the shifting market. This is a two-part series. This is part 1.1. More days on the market do not equal low ball offer time. You'll probably pay the list price instead of over the list price, or rather your buyers potentially will. Current statistics show that most recent closings sold for 99.8% of the list price. You might be able to have it inspected and possibly not have to guarantee the appraisal gap, but don't lose out again just because you're getting too aggressive too quickly. The market is not crashing.
0: And do not be telling buyers that you're going to somehow be, you know, getting them some sort of wholesale price on a house. Just isn't going to happen. Julie just gave you a number, 99.8% of list price, which basically means things are selling for full asking price. Make sure your buyers know that so they can set realistic expectations, but also make sure you're telling your buyers that so that you don't end up working with a buyer who thinks that they're going to get something at a huge discount and won't buy unless they do. Do not work with buyers like that. It is the recipe for disaster, especially in a market like this. Remember, guys, even though there'll be fewer transactions, sellers are still sitting on record amounts of equity, trillions of dollars of equity. And most sellers who have mortgages, which is 50% of all the owners in the United States, Um, their interest rate is 3.5%. So it is going to take a lot to get them to sell homes. The real crisis we're going to have in real estate, what no one's talking about, is the fact that the inventory is going to not increase dramatically because of the fact that most sellers are going to be looking at their low interest rates and their record amount of equity, and they're not going to be able to rationalize moving up to an interest rate, which might be twice as much. What will that do to pricing What will that do to pricing if you then factor in inflation? I know what. Real estate's going to continue to go up in value. Point number two, Julie. That's right.
1: Point number two. Excuse me. Okay. Set your seller's expectations for two scenarios. Yes, it may sell right away, possibly with multiple offers. However, if it does not sell right away, what does that do to their plans? Understand your seller's motivation and their time frame and discuss different scenarios after you have the listing signed, but before the first showing.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, that goes back to scripting and skills, frankly. And I, had a, I actually had a coaching call today with somebody, and that's what we talked about for the whole time.
1: Yes, I heard. And, the, you know, it's very salient because a lot of these guys have never had to have that conversation. The conversation used to be, which of these offers should we accept? Now, you know, what do you say after two or three weeks? And I'll tell you something else that I've heard from agents that makes me nervous for some of them. They're saying some of them will say, well, why would I want more listings? I'm afraid I won't be able to sell them. Well, you've got to get your head screwed on straight about that. Just because it takes 60 days does not mean that it's not going to sell.
0: But what's your alternative? More buyers that won't buy because they're worried about catching a falling exactly. knife? So if you'd rather, it, look, you're going to have to develop more new skills, whether you're chasing buyers or sellers. You might as well be focusing your energies on the end of the business where the people have to transact. Remember, no such thing as a buyer that has to buy Argue till you're blue in the face. Does not matter. There's no such thing. Buyers can always stay put, stay living in their mama's basement, stay renting, whatever. They do not have to buy ever, ever, ever. Now, you could argue that, well, what about the person that just sold their income property and they want to avoid paying taxes? They want to do a 1031. They can just pay the damn taxes, right? And you're going to see a lot of people staying put, not selling. That's the nature of this wackadoo that we've never experienced before type market. Now, you have lots of examples of sellers that absolutely positively have to sell. An endless list of motivated people who have to sell. And we can give you the easy ones, a legal reason, they inherited the property, that maybe it's a probate listing, like I just said, maybe they're forced relocation, maybe they cannot afford to own two homes at once, maybe they need the equity from this one to buy the next one, on and so forth. And remember, sellers actually are in situations frequently where they do have to sell for financial reasons, but also maybe they can't walk the stairs upstairs to go to their bedroom. Maybe they need more bedrooms because they're two-bedroom and now they have you know five people living in the house. There's all kinds of different scenarios that actually will force the seller to actually have to sell. Here's another one. How many people were buying rental properties in these vacation markets, hoping to VRBO them, along with a billion other people, and now the markets are oversaturated with too many short-term rentals, and those properties are going to have to go for sale as well because the people aren't going to have the equity to keep the properties. You guys get it?
1: Yes. I had another report from a coaching call today who said that there were uh, less... Uh... Uh, divorce things in the previous market. And now people can't afford to refinance and buy their spouse out. So they're both having to. Actually,
0: you know, it's funny. I remember that there are in the, when the economy is bad, fewer people get divorced.
1: Yes, that's right. So, (laughs) you know, there are real reasons out there. Okay. So next point number three, prepare your listings as if you have more competition because there is more competition out there. Buyers are getting pickier and will pass on a home that seems neglected. Buyers are starting to believe that there will be even more inventory soon and may pass on something that's just not quite right. Proper previous preparation prevents pitifully poor performance. That's the seven P's of real estate. So make your listings shine. Even if you don't think you have to, your seller will thank you.
0: And that's going to be a big learning curve. Another conversation I had today um, is really comes down here, guys. It comes down to three basic things when selling a listing. Pricing is location. Price, condition, and location. In a market like this, you can have one of the things wrong, but you can't have two of the things wrong. If the market becomes sure. more of a buyer's market, then you have to have all three, three things right. Or, And really, the ultimate thing that controls whether a house sells or not is the price. A lot of you believe that more marketing, more exposure increases the likelihood that the house will sell. A lot of you believe that fancier pictures and 3D tours are actually increasing the value of the house. Not true. The house will sell if the condition is correct, the price is correct, and the location is correct. Here, I'll prove it to you. Can you guys are going to go out and take a listing today. And it's got bad condition, bad location, bad price. Is there any amount of marketing on planet Earth which will overcome those three things?
1: No, you're just advertising that you have a really overpriced, poor condition, not great location house. Exactly.
0: Can you overcome bad price with more marketing? It has, okay, great location, great condition, but bad price. Will more marketing Cause a buyer to pay overpriced for the house? Nope. Okay, how about this one? Can you get the house sold if it has great price, great condition, but terrible location, but tons of marketing? Nope. Because the fact is, is you have to lower the price to overcome condition. You have to lower the price to overcome location. No amount of marketing on planet Earth, no matter what you guys have been led to believe, will overcome those things. But price
1: overcomes everything. It overcomes funky smell, unidentifiable smell. (laughs) It overcomes ugly curb appeal, bad condition, bad location. It does. And, you know, I I read uh, somebody posted an article bringing back an old uh, price reduction script where the seller says, well, we don't want to give it away. Well, in most markets, you couldn't give it away if you tried, because once you price it correctly, you might actually get multiple offers. And
0: if you are giving it away, I'll take it.
1: Exactly. Okay. <laughs> Next one. Next one is, speaking of price, point number four, you must be more careful about accurate pricing on your listings. Do three comparative market analysis, perhaps more if your, t- <clears throat> excuse me, time frame is stretching out a listing presentation you go on today where the seller will take 30 days to prepare the home is going to require you to revisit the price before you actually launch it as a new listing in 30 days. In a shifting market this may adjust up, down or stay the same. So what do the new pending and listings and sales tell you? You're going to have to revisit the price multiple times before you actually put it on the market.
0: Exactly. And that's really and look for not just pendings but actual solds. And that's incredibly important. Um, Again, you're going to have to get very accurate on your pricing. But I'll tell you one thing, and Julian and I have already used this word a million times. Never use the words pricing or lowering your pricing. We're doing it on the podcast to be succinct with our points. Never use words like that because it will ultimately result in you not taking the listing or, frankly, making the seller your enemy. You need to learn how to be a little bit more elegant when you're speaking to sellers in a market like this because they're going to be hypersensitive to these types of words. So you do not say lower the price. You say reposition the house on the market directly to correctly reflect the market's expectations Well, you're some of you are saying well why would you use that flowery language I'll just tell the seller to lower the price in other words you're gonna choose to continue to be a buyer's agent because you're never gonna take any listings because sellers will choose not to do business with you because your bedside manner is terrible you guys get it
1: it's a good way to get fired yep okay so point number five the if the seller has to sell you have to take the listing don't lose it over being adamant about your price The market still has enough demand that you may be able to achieve the seller's higher price within reason. But so what if you have to do one price reduction to get to victory? That's not uncommon right now.
0: And we, again, this is all scripted approach. You, and oftentimes you'll be competing for a listing. The seller is going to hear two other agents tell them an elevated price. You're going to be confident in your price and you're going to lose the listing when you go in there and you try to duke it out with that seller to get the seller to take my price. There is no your price. There's the market price, what the buyers are willing to pay. But if you go in there and you try to make that seller wrong about their price and you've had two other agents telling the seller a higher number than what you're telling them, there's no way you're going to take the listing.
1: And remember, this is on a seller who has to sell, which means somebody is going to get paid. The job that you have is to be the listing agent when it sells.
0: So, Mr. Seller, listen, now that I've seen the property, I understand why you think the house is worth $500, despite the fact that the market, the CMA, is telling us it's worth $450. The house is fantastic. The improvements you've done are very admirable. I completely and totally know I can get this property sold. I'm very enthusiastic. I might have a buyer for it right away. So yes, Mr. Seller, let's go ahead and put the house for sale at $500,000. But let's agree after two weeks or 10 showings, adjust accordingly, that if we don't have a written verified offer on the property, that we agree to reposition the house in the market to correctly reflect the buyer's or the market's expectations. Those types of scripts are what you need to learn to say. That way you can take the listing and honestly not lying to the seller about what you think it's worth letting them know that the cma the market is saying it's worth 450 but you appreciate the fact it could be worth 500 which by the way it could you could be wrong your cma could be wrong right the seller could be right the other agents could be right but you still take the listing, but you're also setting the seller up so they can have their cake, cake and eat it too. They get to list it at their price and then you're setting the expectation in the near future, there will be a price adjustment or there'll be a repositioning on the market to correctly reflect the buyer's expectations. Learn what to say and how to say it.
1: Speaking of which, point number six, brush off your price reduction scripts. Wait, what? You don't have any because you've never <laughs> needed them? Yikes. So, yes, it is possible today in today's market, <clears throat> excuse me, sorry, to actually overprice a listing and have it sit on the market. Now, to you guys, sitting on the market is like two weekends, but it can actually stretch out. This is called aspirational pricing, and it is the number one reason that we are seeing a lot of expireds every day. So, don't let it happen to you. One of the mistakes that I've, I'm seeing is Sellers will say, well, I refinanced, because everybody was refinancing recently, right? I refinanced. If they refinanced last quarter of last year and first quarter of this year, they refinanced and got an appraisal at the peak of pricing. So that may not be an accurate way to price well, moving re- forward.
0: And a refinance appraisal, let's be honest, compared to a purchase appraisal, is kind of BS. Exactly. So let's just keep these things in mind. So I'm Julie and I are on a call with someone yesterday, an agent who's a, in our group at eXp Realty. And she is selling in the San Francisco area, Marin County, not Marin County. I forget what the overall county is called. Anyway, while on the call, actually after the call, I had her go and search in the MLS. No, no. She did it while we were on the call. I had her search in the MLS to find out how many expires there were in her marketplace in the last six months. She insisted, no expired. There's no. There can't be any expires. There's no expires. There's not enough. Not enough. Okay. Guess how many there were, listeners. In her market in San Francisco, in a crazy hot seller's market in the last six months, 5,000 expired listings. It was almost 5,000, 4,800, and who, no, whatever. And then I asked her, what's the average sale price in your marketplace? A million dollars. So, what's the average commission on one side of the transaction, just the listing side? 25 grand. Then we did a little math, little mathy mathy. We did 5,000 times 25,000, which equaled 125 million of which she made none of it because she wasn't chasing expired listings. And this was in one of the hottest markets in the country. The number of expireds that you guys are going to be experiencing over the next 90 days, especially frankly, is going to be in many of your markets and many of your lifetimes at a historic high because so many agents did not know how to price let alone re- reposition their listings on the market and their the expireds are going to be ridiculous
1: which means huge opportunity for all of you because oh my gosh i don't know what percent it is but it's not nothing those people who are expiring who still at, you know at the top of this podcast have to sell There is a certain percentage of those expireds who absolutely are motivated. And you can tell because some of them are putting for sale by owner signs in their yard because they still have to sell.
0: I'm motivated for you to get a point number seven for the battery. (laughs) Yes, you're right.
1: Okay. (laughs) Good motivation. (laughs) All right. Point number seven, always speak to the listing agent when you're representing buyers. Find out what's most important to the sellers other than price. What will make your buyers the buyers? The buyers who are still in the market today after higher rates are more serious and probably more qualified. And don't forget a lot of them are cash as well. Assume that you will be still competing for the listing most of the time. So don't get lazy when you're on the buyer side just because there's more inventory. You might still have to compete. So make sure you're talking to that listing agent.
0: If you're listening to this podcast, chances are you've been in real estate long enough and you're listening to this podcast on a regular business uh, basis to know what Julie and I are telling you is something or things that no one else will tell you. For example, and here's a big takeaway. Hopefully you guys will internalize. You did not really have to have a high skill set in the past market because homes sold themselves out of, frankly, and the interest rates were so low, they really sold themselves out of fear of missing out FOMO. Buyers were buying because they couldn't find a house. Sellers were selling because they, you know, had the golden ticket. That market is over. And if your whole lifetime in real estate is one hundred percent based on the experience that started in since about two thousand and nine, you have got to open your mind to the fact that every single approach every single conversation you're gonna have with a buyer or seller is is going to be different. And if you lean into the FOMO techniques that have worked in the past or assuming that the market will you know motivate the buyers or the sellers to do the right thing, sellers price correctly, can, you know position it correctly in the market, buyers not to walk away from the market just because they have irrational fears, all of these things, if you don't know what to say or how to say it, you're going to suffer needlessly, especially over the next 90 days. Trust me when I tell you the biggest opportunity that we've probably seen in the last 14 years in real estate is, is now, not what we're leaving now, expired listings. How many of you would love to be listing agents? Well, how about now is the perfect time to start simply for the fact there's so many opportunities with expired listings. Expireds are without a doubt for the foreseeable future, the single best opportunity for all of you to become listing agents. That is one of our primary focuses in Premier Coaching. That is one of the primary things we're getting all of our coaching clients, all the people in our eXp Realty Group to focus on expired listings. No, you cannot text them. No, do not mail them. No, do not Facebook them. Call them because everybody else is going to be taking what they perceive to be the easy path because they do not have the skill set to make the calls. You probably don't either. Learn it immediately. Don't learn it and then get to work. Learn while you're earning. Actually start working the expireds, calling the sellers in your marketplace, using our scripts, knowing what to say, how to say it, learning how to pre-qualify, learning how to present. Do this urgently. Do not wait. Do not sign up for coaching and then I'm going to learn how to do it and then six months from now I'm going to actually make my first call. Call now, learn while you're earning, earn while you're learning. This is the message for today's podcast. Please take this seriously, guys. If you want to completely change the trajectory of your mindset, of your financial future, of every real aspect of your life, the way to do it, frankly, the easiest way to do it, and I do mean that quite literally, the easiest way to do it, dramatically increase your income. The best way to dramatically increase your income right now is is going to be learning how to be an expired listing. No, not working on your brand or your logo or your website or your funnels. Expired listings, it's the single greatest opportunity. Remember, in San Francisco, in that whole area, 5,000 expired listings. I challenge all of you to go to your MLS and I know what you're going to do. You're going to play games with what I'm about to say. Yeah, they're going to nitpick. Of course, they always do. They're going to
1: search their one favorite MLS code.
0: <laughs> Not only that, they're going to ex- only For two weeks. Only five streets.
1: Yes, those five no, streets.
0: Go your entire MLS with no filters, all the listings: condos, commercial, residential, every single damn thing you can think of. Single families, obviously, multi families. Search in the entire MLS with no filters, all the expireds in the last six months. Oh, I'm in a rural area. Well, search larger than just your rural area. Come on. Don't make it so hard. You will discover thousands if you're in a major metropolitan area of expired listings. Thousands. How many of those would you have? How many of those do you need to list and sell for you to have your best year ever? Huh?
1: Yeah. Thanks to the (laughs) higher average sell price. Not that many.
0: Isn't that incredible?
1: Yeah. And you know, I love teaching expireds because there's so many different ways you can go with that. For my grizzled veterans, like some of my elite coaching clients are one-on-one clients, one of the things that they're doing is they are mapping out all the listings that they have already sold this year and searching expireds in those same neighborhoods because those sellers probably went to their open houses, definitely drove past their sign, saw their sold sign, and those more experienced agents that have had all that listing action – they're going to know when they call that expired, the expired always says the same thing. Oh, you're calling me. You're it's not your assistant. It's an easier call. So oh, it's no, not no, just no. for new. Hold on.
0: I'm not going to call expired. I'm too busy. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm, I'm too busy on my Facebook groups. I'm going to hire an ISA to do it for me. Oh, yeah. No, come on. No. Let's stop lying to each other. No, 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 you can't act like that. Now you don't have time to get this right. You've got to, Absolutely, positively learn how to do this work yourself. And over time, you delegate everything else but that. You guys get really good, especially the next few years at proactive lead generation, pre-qualifying, presenting, negotiating, and furiously fast lead follow-up. You do those five things at a very high level. You will make a fortune. Now, how many of you right now are going to say, Tim, listen, great podcast today. You know, this is awesome. I feel motivated and educated. Now I'm going to go get into action. And I'm going to go make five videos I'm going to go make five TikTok videos. How many of you actually are thinking that that's actually going to get you the business that you need to have to survive in this market? So here's a simple question. Do you guys think the economy is getting better or worse? Do you guys think housing sales are going to become easier or tougher? Do you think the demands of your buyers and sellers, are they're going to be more lackadaisical or more passive? Or you think they're going to start being more exacting and more demanding? Do you guys get the point? Do you think inflation is going up or is it going down? Get all of this, guys. Are you listening? Now, do your actions mirror the reality that you actually know to be true about the future that's here and that's going to become even more here, you know, as we enter into the end of the year, into next year? There's no, e- everyone, most people are still expecting there to be some sort of mass easing and report a return to normalcy. This is the new normal. What you're experiencing now with inflation is the new normal. Chances are, look, Maybe Julie and I are wrong with our predictions. Maybe things can go back and they're going to be normal again. Interest rates going to fall down to 3%. No, that's going to happen. Let's just say, so what? You'll have learned to actually go up, uh, chase business, be a proactive lead generator because you listened to what we had to say. It always goes back to being overprepared. You can hope for the best all you want. Oh, Tim, I don't like what you're saying. It's hurting my mindset. No, what's hurting your mindset is your checking account balance. What's hurting your mindset is you're worried about your finances. What's hurting your mindset is you don't have the financial freedom that you'd hope to have. That's what's hurting your mindset. If you want to have a powerful mindset, do what you don't want to do and you don't want to do at the highest level. It's not that hard. Go after expired listings.
1: And in the time it took you to cut just one video, how (laughs) many sellers made the decision that they have to get their house sold before the holidays and have listing appointments set up for this weekend? Are those listing appointments set up with you or were you busy making your videos? And so
0: why aren't you doing the proactively generation things? There's only, there's several answers, but the biggest one is you just don't know how to do it because here's the thing. You could say, I have fear of this and I have fear of that. And all those things are true because you don't know how to do it. Of course, you're going to fear something you don't know how to do. If you were to give me a bunch of snorkeling gear today or scuba diving gear and told me to go scuba diving, I'd be scared as hell because guess what? No idea how to do it. But if I were to take lessons and learn how to do it, then I'd be excited to do it. Of course, something new is going to make you nervous. Of course, something new is going to make your mind full, uh, be filled with you know, fear and interpretation. Well, what are you going to allow it to have happen on their side of that? Hopefully, you're not going to wait for your financial situation to get to the point where you're actually questioning whether or not you could be in real estate for a long period of time or, you know, frankly, have to go and do something else. Hopefully, you can find a job. You know, I don't know, guys. You have to choose what your future is going to be. And it does come on the other side of doing what you don't want to do when you don't want to do it at the highest level. This is the market that many of you have been waiting for, but pretty much none of you realize this is the market you've been hoping and waiting for. It's now. This is where you can shine. This is where you can become the best version of yourself. This is where you actually can be massively proud of yourself because you know how to do things other people don't know how to do because you've took the time, you had taken the time to actually learn how to do things other people are willing to do. That's what we specialize in in our coaching program. We're not going to tell you to do fluffy garbage just because it makes you feel good. Not going to do it. We're going to tell you the truth because otherwise, guys, we're out of integrity and we're not going to do it. We're not gonna just tell you the things you wanna hear. We're not gonna work on your dream boards till the cows come home and help you work on your mindset. All of those things follow action. And the actions that are gonna give you the most momentum are the ones that are gonna put you in a position to help the most people. And right now, in this market, Absolutely 100% expired listings. That is one of the first things we want you to learn when you join Premier Coaching. Text the word Premier to 47372. Text the word Premier to 47372. This is part one. We'll talk with you guys about part uh, part two tomorrow with more points. Remember, many of you are re- looking for a broker upgrade. Julie and I are formally applying for the job of being your EXP Realty Sponsor. Please text me directly. If you are ready to join EXP and you have not yet chosen a sponsor, text me directly at 512-758-0206, 512-758-0206. In the meantime, have a fantastic day. We'll talk with you on the show tomorrow. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.